Hey friends, great to have you back for another episode of the Inner Revolution podcast. Hey, have you ever thought why they're called podcasts? Brandon, why why are they called podcasts? Like we could call them P-Pod or um, I don't know, why do you think they're called podcasts? I don't I don't know, Pastor Jason. Why don't you tell us? Well, that was a good lead-in. <laughs> You know, you think of a pod as something small, maybe hard like a pea pod. They're actually pretty tasty. Okay, <laughs> we'll save that for the smart people why they're called podcasts. But we're, it's great to have uh, Brandon Allison with us today, visiting from Florida. Florida, right? yes. Okay. Yeah, a little town called Glen St. Mary, about 45 minutes west of Jacksonville City. Okay, so all you uh, Google Map people, I hope you got those coordinates. Be praying for him and his dear wife and their beautiful daughter, Naomi. And anyway, he's going to open the word with us today on free will and how we can choose the Lord and the things of God in days where it's confusing, days where there's a lot of of voices out there, a lot of choices, a lot of options— but uh, really, as believers, we have this beautiful gift called the free will. And uh, so Brandon's going to take it away. Go ahead, Brandon. Great to have you, brother. Yeah, definitely. Um, and uh, also, you know, we have a guest bed. So we have a guest room. We have a couple beds. So if anybody wants to come visit us, uh, definitely contact us. And we'd love to have people come down. And my wife's a really good cook. Ooh. So people should definitely be jumping on this uh opportunity but anyway yeah i just um does she cook pea pods she does not cook like the asians the asians really have an excellent dish <laughs> well they do yeah now that i <laughs> <laughs> yeah meat and pea pods okay we'll just scratch that i'd rather listen to you go ahead <laughs> oh my god pastor jason you're hilarious uh so um yeah, i just had this thought floating around in my heart and in my mind ever since the great, magnificent Pastor John Stambowski at the Tennessee Church said it. Um, Pastor John brought up this point. He said he said that uh, really it's, it's a, a be- this is a beautiful principle, and he said that with our free will, um, we exercise our free will to give God the permission to be sovereign in our lives. And what and and um Pastor Jason made a good point. Like what does that word sovereign mean? Um for me in 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 context of what the way that I see it, the word sovereign is basically uh whatever God wants. Whatever God wants to do, whatever he's going to do, he is sovereign in the sense he has the authority and the power to do anything and everything. And uh, um, and so we have, what do, what do we have? We, we have free will. We don't have uh, the power to be sovereign. We're, 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 we don't, uh, we're not in control um, of our lives so much uh, as we'd, we'd like to think that we are. <laughs> um, uh, but God is so good and he's so powerful that his authority in his authority and his power, he'll be able to do everything and anything that is needed for us. So we can exercise our free will 
when we wake up in the morning, we, we, are, we have choices to make. And with those choices, we can say to God, okay, God, do everything. Do everything. Be everything. Um, do what is needed inside of me. Do what is needed outside of me. Take care of my relationships. Take care of my, of the ministry or the thing that you have me doing. Take care of that. Move in that. Saturate that with your spirit, Lord. Uh, you know, we hear the verse, it's not by power, not by might, but by my spirit, says the Lord. And so we don't have to be powerful. We don't have to be mighty. We don't have to have control. Actually, we don't have to have control. Um, we just need to yield to God with our free will and say, Lord, do it all and do more. Do everything and even more, Lord. And um, in that sovereignty, in that permission, in that allowance that we are giving God, like, okay, here I am, Lord. I'm, you know, go ahead. There's so much that God can do and that he will do. Uh with with that um and i believe that that is so key for us because i think pastor jason made this statement a little earlier how do we know what is necessary in our lives how do we know what is needed how do we know what we even really want to happen what 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 is the thing that that is going to make the difference with us and around us and and only God knows that, and He's capable, and He's good, and He's powerful, and He will make sure that that happens. We'll end up where we're supposed to go. We'll end up saying what we're supposed to say. We'll end up uh, um, being who we are supposed to be because God has promised, He has promised um, in His Word to do all of those things for us, to be that thing with us, because what did what uh, what did I think? Um, what did the apostle Paul say? He said, he said, it's not I who lives anymore; it's Christ living in me. Mm. It's Christ living in me, and so if it's Christ living in us, and we're we're with our free will choosing as much as we possibly can to yield to Christ in us. Then Christ, the Spirit, which is the Spirit of God in us, God dwelling in us, then the Spirit will do everything. The more we give, we give. The more we yield in the areas of our life um, to the Spirit of God, the more He will do. Mm. And and it's and it's it's uh, it's His perfect love. It's His per- that's His perfect love, because. It's not like we yield it's not like we yield to the spirit and then he hurts us. No, because what what does God say? He says that he has plans for us not to not to harm us but to prosper us spiritually. I'm not saying that's not a prosperity gospel. That's not saying oh, uh, you know, um that he's going to uh do all the things that so that I have, so that I can just be completely comfortable and have all that, like have a ton of money all the time. And no, but there, there's, a, there's something spiritually that he wants to prosper us in that is worth so much more than that. And if we actually had those things, 
possibly that could hurt us, not help us. Hmm. And only in heaven. I mean, we have a glimpse here of how the things that God is doing uh, is is prospering us spiritually. But in heaven, we're going to really understand how every single thing that we went through and every single thing that the Spirit of God has done, all of the trials, all of the whatever it is, how all of that was for our best benefit in our lives. Because it's the spirit life that matters, not the physical life. The physical life is going to pass away. But the spiritual life remains forever. All the spiritual things that are being produced, we're going to continually uh, experience the, the, the benefit of those things for all of eternity. And so that's what really matters. That's what's important. That's what God is doing. What do you think about that, Pastor Jason? Excellent. You know, I was just waiting for you to come up with that, with more that you had in your heart. This was perfect. You know, you said something earlier in our conversation that, you know, sometimes we have faith and we want to believe God that he's going to remove our mountains. But really, God may have us tunnel through our mountains and I, I thought that was so profound because maybe today your situation's not changing and God's like saying, don't run, don't run from your situation, uh, you know, choose life in your situation. I thought of Deuteronomy 30 verse 19, we have a choice between choosing life and death or blessing and cursing. And sometimes when things are tough, you know, God's like saying, I'm going to lead you through. I'm not going to lead you around. I'm not, mm -hmm. Maybe I might not lead you over it. I'm going to lead you through it. And so when we think about God's sovereignty, um, again, you know, why do bad things happen to good people? Why is there uh, the seemingly righteous they get? Uh, there's so much uh, uh, resistance in their lives. And and the issue is, like you brought up so beautifully, the sovereignty of God, where God is doing things for his good pleasure, and we're getting to know him. Mm -hmm. And uh, just to kind of provoke our thoughts a little bit, you know, and I love what you shared, you know, um, think about this, Isaiah 40, 13 and 14, Isaiah chapter 40, 13 and 14, who is it that instructs the Lord? Who is it that tells him what to do? Who mm -hmm. is it that gives him that wisdom? It's himself. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes when, you know, you've talked to people that have maybe been angry with God. Have you ever talked to anybody like that? People that have just been angry with God? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. And I maybe we have been there. I know I have at times when there's disappointments or real discouragement. And I think that is rooted in when we want God to be accountable to us, when we want God to follow his plan, when we want God to fit into our our way. And God is like saying, nope, I'm doing all things from eternal purpose and eternal perspective and eternal plan. So when things don't go our way, we can get angry because we, we're control freaks, maybe. Yeah. maybe. Yeah. But God is saying, choose, choose life. Choose me. Find me. Seek me. Talk to me. Rest in me. And, uh, and I will lead you in your part of, of, of making decisions. So, so Brandon, you have a beautiful ministry, you and your wife, on so many levels. Uh, you reach out to troubled teens, uh, trafficked uh, ladies. Uh, you reach out in, in uh, 
just have a ministry in preaching, singing. Uh, I really believe you have the evangelist gift on so many levels. Um, how how do you navigate knowing God's sovereignty? Things happen for His purpose, and and, and maybe a good way of saying this, Brandon maybe as a mind bender, like we're looking forward into the unknown. We're looking forward and just wondering what's next. But God's in the future. He's looking from eternity backwards. He knows everything. So what is seemingly a mistake for us, what's seemingly strange for us, is actually his plan Mm -hmm. from eternity to present. Anyway, do you want to just comment on how you navigate on making decisions or how you're led by the spirit in the ministry that you have? Yeah, that's uh that I think that really that's a great question because it goes along with with what we've been talking about just now. Um that I s- basically started from scratch, right? I mean, for those who some of you know, some people know my testimony, some don't, but basically uh just trying to find myself and trying to figure out my life. Like like you said, being a control freak, right? That's what I was without realizing it. Brought me to a place where I could do nothing. I could be nothing. I had nothing to say. I had no wisdom in my head. I had, not, I had absolutely nothing. Um, and so, was the, so the key was what God started to teach me, which started out with one verse. Psalm 55, verse 22. Uh, Cast your burdens on the Lord and he will sustain you. That's where it started. The foundation of, not my position, because my position was in Christ. You know, I, I knew that I was saved. I believed in Jesus. But but what about my, exper- my day-to-day experience, my life now, mm-hmm. living now? And so it was me yielding my free will to the sovereignty of God. That's what it was. Which, again, what is sovereignty? Sovereignty being, God, whatever you're going to do, it's got to be better than my own way. Because mm. my own way is leading me to destruction, obviously. So whatever you're going to do, that's what I'm counting on. Because I've got nothing else. And you know what I learned, Pastor Jason? Was that God really is good. Mm. I learned that me having a comfortable life with money or whatever these circumstantial things, right, actually doesn't bring me what I really want. That it's God's plan, even trials included. Mm. Trials included. Hard stuff to go through because of there's a spiritual benefit behind it included. It's like, is so much better. Mm. And so really... What's brought me into everything, literally, honestly, everything that I am, everything that I do, every ounce of goodness, every ounce of wisdom, every ounce of direction even to figure out what I needed to do, where, how, when, the whole, you know, all of it was just me yielding to God to do and be everything that I needed because the scripture is clear that it's his spirit that is what we need to do everything for us. Like the human, the human part of us, Brandon Allison, Pat, uh, Jason Moore, you know, it it doesn't it 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 has no strength in itself. It has no ability to decipher, to discern, to figure out the future. But God's spirit is so good to be able to do that for us. Mm. And and people say, 
Well, it can't be that simple. It can't be that simple. It's got to be more, there's got to be more to it. I've got to somehow, you know, really work the, you know, I really got to work and make it. And, you know, God will work with us. If we, if we want to take control of certain aspects of our life and give the rest to him, he'll work with that. He'll, he'll still make it work out. Mm-hmm. But what I've learned in my life what I've learned through my experience was that why would I take certain things in my life, make them work on my own and my own understanding, and and just have those results be my only, you know, my results of that be my results? When Why would I do that when I could give it to the God who's so much smarter than I am, mm. who just wants to do everything amazing for me in my life. Like why, why would I do it my own way when I could, I could have God do it his way, which is so much greater, so much better, so much more just incredible. And, and even today, pastor Jason, I'm just floored because today, like speaking with you and speaking with other people, God has, God put in my mind what I needed to say. God showed me what people's, what people were going through. Mm. And I was able to speak into that place into their life. Like, you know why people go and get into witchcraft and people go and they get in all this weird stuff, which is evil and demonic. It's not good. But they, they, they want, they want to have some sort of a, um, they want to have some sort of a, like a, a power in their life. They want to have, they yeah. want to be functional. They want to have a, a, where they really feel like they're making a difference. You know, and having a purpose and, and making, you know, and, and, but, and when, and there, that is, that is, uh, God does that with us when we're yielded to Him. We, in our own way, of course, you know, each of us different mm-hmm. in our own function, our own gifts and talents, but like God gives us that and we're able to operate in that. And it's so amazing and it's in the right way. Yes. And it's eternal. And wow, that's such a that's such a beautiful gift from God. And so that's what's really made the difference for me in my ministry, or even gave me a ministry to begin with. Just just taking my free will and just continually yielding to God with it. Yeah, I think just practically speaking, I, I you're saying so many good things, and my prayer is that today that God would show us that in a personal way. We're not fatalists. What will be will be, and we live some abstract kind of life, and you know we leave things up to chance. No, you're, what you're saying is that we're led by the Spirit. We're uh, yielding to the Spirit, uh, just like getting on the highway. You know, we yield to oncoming traffic, or at least we're supposed to. Uh, I've been on ramps where people have stopped, and you have to like do a Dukes of Hazard move here to not crash into them. But but spiritually speaking, we are uh, yielding to His plan, yielding to His purpose. Isaiah fifty five eleven, great verse. We know it. Uh, fifty five eight through eleven. It says, "My ways are not your ways, my thoughts are not your thoughts," because they're so much higher and better. And I love what you just said. Like, why wouldn't we yield to someone that has eternal goodness, that is all knowing, all present? And this is where trust really becomes the real issue of sovereignty. Because look at what Job says in 23.14. He says, he performs the thing that is appointed for me. 
Mm. And many such things are with him. So it's like, it's like, okay, God, you know, yes, I have a choice. Yes, I have to, uh, you know, intentionally yield myself for uh, we look to you, we take a step and we seek you. And then you're Philippians 2.13, you're giving us the will and the do of your good pleasure. But, you know, God is looking for available people to, to, um, to fellowship with. You know, we're not robots, right, Brandon? We're not like little robots here. But no, there is where the free will comes in. We free have a relationship, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'll just say, you know, what's going on in our country is quite alarming. And sometimes people say, oh, you know, where's God in all this? And I think God is right in the middle of it. I mean, one pastor said it like this, like we have to respect God for allowing this to happen. And maybe this is the vehicle. I think it's the vehicle in which... Uh, many people will be reached for the gospel. There'll be revival, and there'll be a um, a real transformation in Christianity. I mean, obviously, there's the falling away, the falling out, but we can choose life. We can choose blessing, choose to be near, choose to believe God, to take him at his word, choose to walk by faith and not by sight. So, uh, yeah, so we're not robots. Isn't that right? No, absolutely, absolutely not. And and um, and that like what you were just saying is very true. And we have to part of yielding to God, what God wants to do, and what he what what he does in our lives. Part of that is we we have to believe the truth of what the Word says that what is happening and what He will do is all good. Like it, it is. It's all good. Everything that God is doing, everything He's allowing, everything that God is, and that it it is good. It's not something bad, but it's something good. And even when it looks like could be something bad, it's we believe that it is good. Mm-hmm. And if you just give it enough time, if you just give it enough time of trusting in the Lord, we'll we'll understand. At some point, we'll see, oh, that's why that happened like this. This is why these things are like this. And God is working. He is moving. He does love me, right? And and I have a couple of verses I want to share real quick going along with what you were just saying because we can say, okay, yeah, you're telling me to yield my free will to to whatever and, you know, whenever uh God wants to do like whatever like God's sovereignty right just yield to it how how can we look at that uh practically speaking and I just want to read it um just a couple verses here uh first John 5 14 and 15 says this is the confidence we have in approaching God that if we ask anything according to his will he hears us and since we know he hears us when we make our requests we also know that he will give us what we ask for. So if we're asking God to do his thing, uh, and of course that's his will for him to do what he wants to do. So he hears us and he's going to do it, right? Mm. And that's why prayer is so important that we pray on a daily basis. And how do we how do we pray? We pray like um like I think it was Jesus that said it 
not my will, but your will be done. Like that's the, that's the free will yielding to the sovereignty of God. Whatever you want to do, whatever your will is, Lord, do it. Mm. And we may, maybe, maybe someone might think, well, that's a very limited amount of things that we're asking. Just saying your will be done is only a few things. But no, if we're, if we're, if we're just open to like everything, Lord, everything, he's going to do everything. Mm. You know, he's going to do everything. Um, and then the, the, the verse Matthew 6.33, But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Like just seeking God, just seeking him in that way. Like your will be done, God. Here's my heart, God. Like I'm getting on my knees. I'm getting on my knees alone. I'm just, I'm just making an intentional decision with my free will to stop thinking about all these other crazy things that are on my heart and on my mind. I'm looking straight at you, Lord, and I'm saying, I can't control anything. I can't do anything. I am yielding to you. Just do it all. Mm. Do everything. And God's saying, yes, thank you. I, that's all I need to come in, swoop in and just really, you know, and we, and of course God is, it's not like God's doing nothing. Of course he's doing He's doing things in the world. Oh, you know, yeah. He absolutely is, whether we're asking him or, him or not. He is doing. But I've just found that this principle is just so true for our own personal lives and our relationship with God and our experience that if we, if we want to, we can just not pray. We cannot look to God in our hearts. We cannot take that time. We could just totally control everything not and 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 just not you know not yield uh to him intentionally we could do that and and i feel like that um that doing that is it 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 it, it wouldn't be as uh things won't happen um like they could if we were to continue in prayer and doing what we've been just been talking about mm. Don't you think prayer really reveals what's going on? I mean, it's like having a light in the pitch black. I mean, if there's prayer, there's a light into our path and a lamp into our feet, right? But without prayer, we're just bumbling around. Um, you know, you, you, said, yes. you said some really good things. Um, you know, we heard this cliche, God works in mysterious ways and... I, every time I hear that, I just, I don't know, for some reason just kind of hits me. But but In a good it, way or a bad way? Well, it's kind of like a cliche, like God, you know, kind of like almost like God's working in mysterious ways. And mm. and it's like, what does that even mean? It, 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 I think it's what we're saying today. Like as we're yielding, we may not know the outcome of some things. God may not remove the sickness. God may not remove the mountain. And he'll have us tunnel through it. Mm -hmm. He'll have us move through it or, or um, be find another way through it. And, you know, I thought of this verse in Isaiah 57. And, you know, sometimes in doing funerals, I talk with the family members and, you know, let's say a child dies, some a tragic uh, scenario here. Like, God, why would you let a child die? Or why would you let a baby be aborted? Or why would you... Um, let a very uh, righteous lady suffer so drastically with cancer? You know, these questions, some some will not be able to be answered until heaven. Yes. But, 
but I like 57.1. It says, the righteous perish, and no man lays it to heart. And the merciful men are taken away, and none considers that the righteous is taken away from the evil to come. And that's an interesting verse. That's like, you know, okay, what, what is it saying here? It means that God will allow something that's seemingly wrong. Okay, let's say a child dying. But in my mind, it's wrong. But in his mind, it's he's saving him or her from the evil to come. Uh, why did that plane crash? I mean, there's so many scenarios where we have to trust in the nature and character of God because his sovereign plan is not random, but it, he, remember, he is looking, like we're looking forward into the unknown and kind of guessing, but he's looking from the known. He's in eternity. He's everywhere. And he's looking back mm -hmm. saying, trust me, trust mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. This is going to work out, uh, 828 of Romans, uh, for, for your divine good, your divine promotion, and for my divine will. Uh, wow, so much to say. Last closing comments, Brandon? Yeah, so last closing comments, I would say, I just want to, I would just challenge anybody who's listening to this right now that um, to just call out, just to cry out, just like someone who needs to be saved, born again, they need to be born again, they cry out to Jesus. And it's that simple because they... They don't have anything else. And in the same way in our lives as Christians, like what do we need what what do we need to understand or know today? We really don't. We don't need to understand or know anything today besides just continually crying out to Jesus. Just like the same way we get saved, the same way God promises to continue to help us, hmm. just by looking to Him, crying out to Him. God, do everything you want to do in my life. Do it all. And believe. That he is, and he will, mm. and that whatever happens, he is the good God. So it's it's all going to be for our good. He's going to work even the bad things out for our good. There it is. And isn't it interesting, Brandon? Just uh, just as we close, thinking that we're so bent on trying to understand things, but God is infinite. And how can someone that's that's finite understand an infinite God. We can't. And I think we want to hold God hostage to our plan when he's saying yield to my plan. And he performs that which he has called us to do. And I think that's a very good way because God is all-knowing, all-powerful, all-present, always acting. It's always, it's constant. And here we are trying to understand it's like us trying to understand the universe and the thousands upon th the millions of stars. And Job says God has named every star. I mean, you know, the infinite transcendence of God blows our mind, but he is also knowable. And this is where we're walking by faith, learning him. Mm -hmm. And if you're in a place, a crossroads today, trying to figure out what's going on, I love what you said. Get on your knees, yield to him, call to him, talk to him, mm -hmm. and he'll give you the definition that you need to tunnel through where you are. Or he may cast the mountain into the sea in uh, Matthew chapter uh, 14 um, and also Matthew chapter 7. Well, Brandon, these were great thoughts. Thank you so much, sir. God bless your day, folks. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Inner Revolution podcast. 
please find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Your feedback is always welcome.